the rivalry is back on. 1% better every day and 1-0. The set is the quarterback lined up behind center, takes a snap, going for a home run deep downfield, looking for T.Y. Hilton. Hilton makes the catch. He's at a 10, 5, stumbles in the end zone, touchdown. Both coming with pressure off the edge. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Welcome back to the Cody Foger podcast and joining me now, special guest, Chris Harey. He works for the Chargers as a team reporter for the team. Uh, Chris, how you doing, man? Cody, I'm good, buddy. I'm excited to get week one finally rolling. How are you? I'm good, man. The same, same here. Now we're actually playing meaningful snaps of football. And so um, I'm excited, man. Well, uh, I wanted to get your take on this game because there's a lot of intriguing things that are happening. First off, obviously, on the Colts end, no Andrew Luck. Uh, but the Chargers also have some significant injuries on their team, um, that being you know, Derwin James last year, who was one of the candidates for Defensive Rookie of the Year. That's a huge loss for the Chargers. I think he should be out for a while and definitely out for week one. Um, then Melvin Gordon holding out, which is another big thing. Um, and then also there may be a few other ones, but the other one that I really noted was Russell Okung, the offensive tackle, um, who's a big loss as well. Um, so, Chris, I guess my question for you is how big of losses are these guys? And are there any other guys that are in question of playing um, on, when the Colts play the Chargers on Sunday? Yeah, well, you know, Cody, I think anytime you, you know, you don't have your uh, your all pro safety and Pro Bowl running back and left tackle. Obviously, those are great players um, and they've represented the organization well the last couple of years on and off the field. But um yeah it's going to be a loss but I, I think you look at this Chargers roster and just the depth of the roster and you start in the secondary even though you don't have Derwin James and I think you wouldn't be able to replace a Derwin James on any team in the NFL but at the same time you do have a, a secondary with three all pros in it independent of James and Desmond King and, and Casey Hayward and Adrian Phillips who was an all pro in special teams and kind of a jack-of-all-trades in that secondary for the Chargers. Um, so, of course, you're going to feel the impact of, of not having Derwin out there. But uh, when you have a, a sound secondary and you have a pass rush, like a, a Joey Bosa and a Melvin Ingram and a Uchenna Nuosu in his second year and Isaac Rochelle, um, you're, you're going to be able to get to the quarterback. So, you know, I think that helps out the secondary, the rush and cover work together. Um, but – you know, offensively, Justin Jackson, Austin Eckler, the good thing about those guys is they've been in big spots before. Um, Austin has really made a name for himself as an undrafted free agent. It's pretty amazing to see what he's done, um, you know, entering his third season. And then Justin Jackson was kind of thrust into action last year. I think a lot of people who watched that Sunday night football game against the Steelers saw Justin Jackson come in, have, you know, 63 total yards and a touchdown that second half. Um, so he, these guys have played in big games. They've been relied upon in, in big spots before. Um, so, you know, again, Melvin Gordon is a fantastic player and the Chargers are better uh, with Melvin Gordon on the team. Um, but these are guys who have been there before. It's not like we're, we're talking about unknowns here in the backfield. 
Yeah, for sure. And I wanted to, Chris, look at some of the matchups here. Some, I think some of these key matchups, um, and you already mentioned a few of them. And we can obviously start with the first one you mentioned with the, the Chargers defensive backs versus the Colts wide receivers, because like you mentioned, the, the Chargers, while they don't have Derwin James, they have some proven talent back there. Um, the Colts also have some some talent in you know guys who are more established as far as T.Y. Hilton, Eric Ebron, and then Jack Doyle coming back. Um, those are three guys who have made Pro Bowls at one point in their career as well. Um, so what do you think the Colts have to do? You know, you cover the team day in and day out. What do you think the Colts have to do from a match match standpoint, matchup standpoint, you know, to expose this Charger secondary, which is by, by all means, you know, a very, very good one? Yeah, it is a good one. And it's a good question. I, I think you and I both are – you know, it, it's, it, there's a lot of speculation in week one because you don't know how each team is going to come out. You know, uh, we see preseason, we see a lot of vanilla stuff. Um, I, I think both of these coaching staffs, they, they know each other very well and they have a lot of respect for each other. You know, starting with you know, Frank Reich and, and Nick Sirianni. Sirianni was the wide receivers coach with the Chargers, you know, so he obviously knows Philip Rivers and company and, and the Chargers know Nick and, and Frank Reich, who spent three years with the Chargers. So, uh, it's two teams who have a lot of respect for each other. Um, I, I think the T.Y. Hilton, uh, Eric Ebron, you know, matchups are going to be fascinating with the Chargers secondary. And then another guy who, I, you know, I just talked to, to Stephen Holder at the Athletic. I want to give him credit for this because he mentioned uh, Paris Campbell, the rookie, um, yeah. who who has that speed, and you know, perhaps he gets involved in some at some point during the game. And um, you know, Stephen was talking about maybe reverses, maybe get, kind of getting him. Um, potentially in space there. So, uh, you know, Casey Hayward, a, a guy who didn't have the interceptions that he had in the past couple of years, you know, you have him starting on one side, you have Michael Davis, an undrafted free agent for the Chargers, who has really just improved each and every year, started the last seven or eight games of, of 2018. So you have those guys uh, at corner, um, Desmond King, a first-team All-Pro in the slot, um, and the Chargers, as I think a lot of people who watch the playoffs, though the, the linebackers were just decimated by injuries. You had to play a lot of uh, seven defensive backs in the playoffs. That's not going to be the case, especially starting out this year with Thomas Davis and Kaiser White and Denzel Perryman. Uh, you know, all these guys are healthy and back, so it's a it's a kind of a a new look, healthier linebacking core. And you know, especially if you have to match up with a guy like Ebron, that certainly helps. Yeah, for sure. And then another guy that I know has had a pretty strong preseason who got injured last year, wasn't really a factor, um, is Deion Kane, who's another guy who's uh, he's a big body receiver. And so the Colts yeah. have a lot of depth wide receiver. And then, of course, they bring back Chester Rogers for another year, who I think he was the number three receiver there for a while. So there's definitely a lot of depth on both sides for the Chargers and for the Colts. So, um, Chris, I think that's going to be a huge, huge matchup and it's going to be really interesting to watch which team beats it, because I would say the Chargers have more proven talent, but the Colts also have some talent as well. Yeah, and you know what? It, both of these rosters are deep, and you got to give Chris Ballard a lot of credit for just the, the team that he's put around. You know, Jacoby Brissett. You know, not knowing that that he was going to be the starter week one, but uh, it's a much different team than the the team that Jacoby was was playing on a couple of years ago. Even though it's the same the same uh, helmet, right? I mean, it's 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 a completely different offensive line. He's got some weapons, and he's got the experience that he didn't have that year. I mean, he's it's not like this guy's starting um, his first career NFL game. He's got 17 starts under his belt. 
but this Chargers defense, um, it, it's a nice mix of youth and experience. And, you know, they've dealt with injuries, you know, before. I mean, uh, Joey Bosa missed the first eight, nine games of, of 2018. Um, but to have him 100% healthy alongside Melvin Ingram, uh, Justin Jones on, on the defensive line, I, I'm really looking at, at both this defensive line of the Chargers versus this, this pretty good offensive line of the Colts. Um, I, I think there's going to be some fascinating matchups, especially with Quentin Nelson going up against guys like Brandon Meebane and Justin Jones. Um, those are those are certainly matchups in the trenches that I'm looking at. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, you know, covering the Chargers, Frank Reich was there a few years ago. You know that Frank Reich's a pretty good play caller as well. And that was going back to what you're talking about with Jacoby Brissett, about how this is not different. This is a totally different. It's not 2017. And Frank Reich has said that. Chris Ballard has said that, the GM. Um, this is definitely not 2017. But, Chris, I wanted to talk really fast, and you kind of mentioned it, of that matchup between the Chargers defensive defensive front, pardon me, defensive front, you know, featuring guys like Joey Bosa, featuring guys like Melvin Ingram, guys who can get double digit sacks year in and year out. Um, And just, it's going to be, I think, an interesting matchup because, you know, you got, you got guys like Quentin Nelson, who was obviously a first team all pro last year. You got, you you got Ryan Kelly, who I think is one of the better centers in the league. Um, And then you guys like Anthony Costanzo, who has been there for, you know, before Andrew Luck was drafted and then Braden Smith stepped in last year. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how the bookends hold up against the Chargers defensive ends, um, because that's definitely, I think, going to be um, stretching for both of the Colts offensive tackles for sure. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, it's going to be very difficult. I don't care who you are. Um, There's very few tackles in the league that, uh, that can guard Joey Bosa one-on-one he's just such a technician and then you got Melvin Ingram on the other side just his speed and I think the interior pass rush you know I don't know how much it's going to show early on um but a guy like Jerry Tillery a former teammate of Quentin Nelson's um the the first rounder um I don't know how much we're going to see of him um but his length and his ability to get to the quarterback uh, what he did in Notre Dame you see you're interested to see kind of when that flashes at the NFL level uh, but a, a guy to certainly watch out for, um, I'd say, if you're a Colts fan and you haven't spent a lot of time watching the Chargers, is uh, is Justin Jones. He's a he's a just a fantastic second year player who um, has really had a had an outstanding training camp, um, and uh, I think he's a guy that the Chargers are really going to depend on on that D line. Yeah, for sure. And Chris, this is the last question I have for you. I know you're a busy guy, but. The Chargers offensive line, obviously I didn't watch many Chargers games last year, um, but it seemed like I watched that Kansas City game when they faced you know, Chris Jones, Justin Houston, and D Ford and some of those guys. It seemed like that Chargers offensive line really struggled, and that was something that the Colts really put an emphasis on this season um, with signing Houston um, and then you know drafting a guy in Ben Banigou in the second round, a pass rusher. Um, is they really want to improve that pass rush. So what do you think the Colts have to do, especially, you know, with the loss of the left tackle and Russell Okun, what do the Colts have to do to disrupt Phillip Rivers and ultimately make this a close game? Well, you know, the offensive line, I, I tell you, Chris Jones, man, he he crushed everybody last year. It didn't matter what people like. <laughs> that guy was really I remember being at that game and um, but Chris Jones has done that, you know, really every, every single year. It was almost a, I can't. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he made the Pro Bowl, which was just ridiculous uh, with, with the type of season that he had. But um, you know, Chargers' offensive line, 
uh, you got a pro bowler at center in Mike Pouncey. Obviously, not having Russell Kuhn, when you don't have a guy like that, it, it obviously is a blow. But, um, you know, these young tackles have, have had a, um, a good training camp. And, and one of the things that, you know, we talked about Bosa and Ingram, when you go up against those guys on a daily basis, you really, you literally have no choice but to improve. So, uh, Trent Scott, Santevi on the outside. Uh, and then you have, uh, Dan Feeney, uh, Brandon Schofield and, uh, and Forrest Lamp. Um, you know, I think Feeney and Schofield are going to start the game, but there's a good chance you're going to see Forrest Lamp as well. So, um, I think just like any game, I mean, if you can, if you can get pressure with four, um, that obviously is going to help any defense. Um, Phillip is so good at getting the ball out of his hands and knowing, knowing where he's going to go with it. Um, so, you know, again, I guess I'll leave you with this. I think the, uh, the, the matchups on the outside, this Colts secondary versus uh, Keenan Allen, who can really get open in space, and Hunter Henry, who's back 100% healthy, and Mike Williams, who had 11 total touchdowns last year. Just uh, his size, um, just the versus the Colts secondary, and just the Colts defense in general. They're just a really good, sound unit. Um, so I just think it's going to be a great game, Cody. I mean, these are two games that I think kind of mirror each other in a lot of different ways. Um, teams that both won their first-round playoff game last year, teams with uh, a very deep rosters who have Super Bowl aspirations. So, um, you know, who knows? We could see these two teams again in January, uh, which would make week one even that much more important when we talk about tiebreakers and all those things that, that come into play later in the year. Absolutely. And Chris, I always say that I believe the Colts and the Chargers are the two of the deepest teams in the AFC. So I think this will be a good measuring stick for both teams. But thank you, Chris. I appreciate your time, man. And I hope uh, you have, hope you have a fun Sunday getting back to football. Hey, man. Thanks so much, man. Can't wait. Appreciate you having me on. All right. We'll talk soon. See ya.